Welcome to the Bucket List Bitch Podcast. This is episode one. I am your host, Sam Martelewski, and thank you for tuning in. This idea of this kind of podcast has been a idea I never thought I'd actually go through. I previously had a podcast and I enjoyed making it, but I didn't enjoy the subject. And it really kind of deterred me away from doing something like this again. And I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist by any means. That's not something that I feel like people would define me as per se. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. But something about making this the best that I can do and I feel passionate about it. It's become a passion project before it even started. And so I just want to make it right. The reason why I started this podcast was honestly, yes, that's in the title to talk about my bucket list. I'm somebody who more recently has tried to not let life, you know, be wasted and to really enjoy the little things and to see not only the world, but to see the best in myself. And I truly believe a bucket list is honestly a great way to do that. So this podcast will be an array of things. It will be, of course, learning about my bucket list and my experiences and sharing the weird and hilarious and honestly, in my opinion, inspiring for myself kind of stories. I would also love to hear other stories in the future about uh, what they believe is a bucket list, how they interpret it in their life. I know, for example, myself and my husband see bucket lists, although similar, just a little bit different. So It is up to your interpretation what a bucket list is, what you want to put on that, and I think that I want all that to be encompassed in this podcast, and I want to continue to grow my bucket list and share my journeys, and I hope it inspires you as well to go out and see the world and to conquer fears and seek discomfort. Thank you, Yes Theory. And just live life to the fullest in your own interpretation. Before I get into the whole purpose of this podcast, specifically this episode, I want to briefly mention the meaning of this podcast name. It is actually a reference to The Office. You'll come to find out I'm a huge fan of The Office. I am somebody who has seen it probably 10 to 20 times all the way through. It is one of my favorites. Um, And I also listen to The Office Ladies podcast, which is honestly another inspiration for me wanting to start a new podcast. Since uh, my last podcast, they've really gone all in on this podcast and it's inspired me to, you know, want to do this thing like everyone else in this world is having a podcast. The episode where Andy is doing like a seminar there, they mentioned, there's the quote, of course, um, Kelly Kapoor comes in and says, the business bitch. And she has all these other things about her being the bitch, the fashion bitch, you know, like stuff like that. And they had mentioned that nobody has really used this something bitch for their products, for their company. And I was like, holy shit, I've been on this idea of bucket list something, bucket list slayer, bucket list adventures, something related to that. And I'm kind of a little bit bitchy, so I'm, I thought it'd be perfect. And that's what this name is. It's That's where it comes from, truly. It's a reference to The Office. So thank you, Jenna and Angela. So let's get into the hook of this podcast. Um, I will be, of course, doing a you know main part of the episode talking about the subject of 
the title of the episode, the main focus of the episode, this being the importance of a bucket list, but I also have some like fun icebreakers and fun segments um, in future episodes, of course, to kind of keep it spicy and interesting and not just me rambling and rambling about something that maybe not everybody can relate to. So um, I just kind of want to give a structure of what I'm doing here. So yeah, let's just get into a little bit about me first before I get into the bucket list my bucket list, why it's important, yada yada. So uh, facts about me. I am an icebreaker queen. I love a good icebreaker. I think they're fun. I love getting for people to getting to know me and for me to get to know people. And I feel like fun facts are a great way to do that. So I'm just going to do some short and simple fun facts. If you know me already, then cool. You are a Sam wizard. You know everything about me. So <laughs> fact number one, I have three cats. Their names are Minnie, Sadie, and Ravioli. Yes, like the pasta. Uh, Minnie is 17. Sadie is about almost nine months. Actually, she was nine months a couple days ago. And Ravioli is about five months. Uh, all were adopted by uh, shelters and they are finally all getting along. So that is a miracle within itself. Fun fact number two, I am married. I briefly mentioned that, I think, in the beginning of this episode. Uh, but I got married in October 2021. I am a fall queen. Another fun fact about me, just a, si- a sub fun fact. And I can do a future episode on how I met my husband and journey of being married and, and stuff like that if you're interested. Being married was actually on my bucket list for a very, very long time before I even met my now husband. I always just wanted to be a wife, wife eat up. <laughs> Sorry about that. I am in Aries and my birthday is coming up uh, April Fool's Day, actually. Uh, it will be 30, flirty, and thriving. Uh, and I often talk about my big three zodiac signs I, and I'm interested in learning more about astrology. If you are curious, of course, my sun sign is Aries and my, can- uh, my moon is Cancer and my rising sign is Capricorn. So take that what you will. If you don't anything to know about zodiac signs, that's fine. But I really honestly use the I'm an Aries term a lot to define me. I don't think that every single personality trait that is known to every zodiac sign is going to be perfect, but I do feel like I feel seen with a lot of these things that I don't think, oh, anyone knows about this about me, but then people say this is an Aries quality. I'm like, I get it now. So uh, I'm very interested to learn more about that. And uh, fun fact number four, I love to make people laugh. This one might seem cheesy, but I do. I am often the joker or (laughs) the court jester, if you will. I love cracking jokes. And when there's like an awkward or silent moment, I am that person that will laugh about something or try to, you know, fill the room with laughter instead of silence. Uh, I just, I truly believe I was born to make people laugh, to put them in a better mood, to liven the mood. I mean, I also use it as a defense mechanism. It's it's very much Chandler Bing. Um, it is both a blessing and a curse, honestly. And fun fact number five, I am, and I put this on my notes, a pop culture girly. Really, I am. I am a lover of all things media, movies, TV, music. You can call me and fangirl my previous lives. I was that. I was a huge gleek. <laughs> I was a big fan of Glee, and I'm actually re-watching it, and I'm just going through it like, I don't really get why now I was so obsessed with it, but I kind of do, because I love music, and I feel like Glee truly helped me 
find and discover all these songs that like my mom didn't interest introduce me to as a kid so it's just like i get to hear these songs for the first time especially like the classics i actually really love 70s 80s and 90s music i feel like besides like some pop diva icons to this day i really think that's what a lot i still listen to is that kind of not just the glee version mind you and i also love k-pop as well so that was another fangirl era of mine. Uh, but I also love movies. I was actually going to study film studies um, at UW-Milwaukee uh, when I first finished my associate's degree. Fun fact, have not finished my bachelor's degree, but I am going back to school in the fall. Something completely different. But I love movies. It's a great way to tell stories. They all, all three of these things are. Uh, I have a huge movie collection. I go to the movies so often, <laughs> still to this day. I love all sorts of uh, genres. I'm a big comedy mystery, but very, very big horror fan. Not all, but Scream. The Scream series is my favorite. I've seen it like as many times as The Office, if not more, because it's the movies. It's a little easier to watch. Uh, but I'm also a serial rewatcher of my favorite shows. I mentioned that about The Office, but I do that with Parks and Rec, and I do that with Friends and some other ones here and there, like, of course, Glee and um, Will and Grace, Schitt's Creek. So I have my favorites, and I truly believe pop culture saved my life, especially music. All kinds of media is a form of storytelling, and I think that's why I've always gravitated towards it. You can use storytelling for so many different emotions, as we all know, and especially music. There were many times that got dark, truly, truly, and maybe a lot of people don't know this about me, but before I went back to school, there was a time that was like so dark for me. I was in a job that I didn't love in a career I thought I was going towards too, which was education and childcare uh, as well, and I just didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. It was very much just running through it, purposefulist, that's a very hard word, uh, no purpose, no drive, and I really feel like pop culture helped me understand there's so much more life to it, and I think that was really truly the start of how I overcame a lot of things and was able to just get up out of bed, go outside, and try to live life. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, but I want to also get into the uh, my backstory itself uh, briefly. I won't try to ramble too much. I am a rambler, but uh, I'll, I'll try to make it interesting. I grew up in a single-parent household almost all of my life. I was born and raised in Florida, moved to Wisconsin when I was 10, you know, like fifth grade. So it's like just before middle school. I didn't know anybody, just trying to fit in, just trying to find my footing, just trying to find out who the hell I am and what I wanted to be. And unfortunately, I didn't find that in school. I thought I knew what I wanted for lots of things, but so do a lot of teenagers. You know, it's it's tough being a kid and it's tough to just find who you want to be, especially with so many other influences around you, like peer pressure and not really social media because that wasn't a thing really when I was growing up, but just culture and just the world around you. It's it's tough. And I was always struggling to find my identity. I never truly knew where I wanted to be. Uh, when I was younger, I was pretty severely bullied. Uh, in sixth grade, I didn't even 
I don't know even how I graduated sixth grade, if I'm being honest with you. I I struggled a lot for various things, and maybe I'll do a future episode about that. I don't know. I don't want to go too into it, into the first episode. But yeah, I just, I was afraid. I was afraid of change because of that big change of moving and so many other things um, here and there in my life. And I was afraid of putting myself out there. I mean, I didn't even have like my first kiss till I was probably 18 or if not older. I'm not even sure. I I think a lot of like movies and TVs really put out these expectations of, you know, what your life should be uh, and how you should live your life. And I wasn't really doing really any of that. It's not to say like I was a goody two shoes. Like I dabbled in being a badass, if you will, but I wasn't living that life that many of us teen girls want to live you know what I mean like have a boyfriend and and have this perfect life even if like I wasn't in like on a team or cheerleading or anything like that like just anything that's like somewhat you know out there I just I spent a lot of time just hanging out with friends and listening to music I was really like one of those emo alternative kids for a while and then once I hit like senior year I just truly didn't know what I wanted to do and I I had a job and I was just kind of living life. I just paying the bills, even though I lived at home, taking care of my sick mom when she got sick. So yeah, I just, I was just kind of figuring it out. And a lot of us were, and it's, it's tough when you see like a lot of people you went to high school with, who have seemed like they have it going on and seem like they found their way. And maybe they didn't, maybe they're just really good at hiding and faking it actress of the year. But you know, you can't help but feel jealous or, uh, you know, frustrated. That's human nature of us. Uh, So I think once I discovered music and movies and that way that I can feel like it's storytelling, to me, that was like the rocket launcher (laughs) into kind of figuring out who I wanted to be. After I moved out of my mom's house, I really, and I had to move out on my own, I really was just struggling to live. I'm not going to lie. I was just trying to survive. Uh, I worked three jobs and I lived in a very bad neighborhood all alone. It was my first ever place by myself. I'm surprised I even made it out just fine. Um, Yeah, and I was going through it. I was also discovering myself my sexuality, my identity, how I want others to see me, Um, just tumultuous figuring out what the hell I'm doing with my life. It was a lot of dabbling. There was a lot of just trying to survive. There was a lot of just figuring shit out, but like even more intense than it was in like high school. It was like I finally got a taste of life and I went insane for it. (laughs) I don't know if that is like a common Aries trait. I mean, I think it is just like the impulsivity and the spontaneity and the constant need of validation. I was getting that until I didn't. And yet again, I was struggling to understand what's the point of life? Why am I here? And then I met Steven. He was a nice guy and I mean it like he actually respected me respected my time respected what I was doing with my life he got the hustle he got the struggle and we were so similar in our personalities and I finally found someone who honestly just wanted to stay around meeting him and him having this somewhat different perspective on life was honestly refreshing it's what I needed And from there, we just started going on all these iconic dates, a lot of which that, yeah, I was I was planning because he brought it out in me. He brought 
life. He brought the ray of sunshine into my cloudy, (laughs) cloudy space in my life. And I never knew I wanted it so bad. And I feel like becoming a girlfriend and then fiance and then wife just came natural to me because I wanted to share that whole person with someone else. And that's why I say being married was always on my bucket list because to me, yes, it is a, a piece of paper and it's just a legality and you get tax credits and yada yada. But to me, it's another step into bonding and building that relationship because I never really had that before with anybody. I've never had a lifelong, like forever best friend since I was a kid. I'm not super close with my family. I just think my brain was just craving that nurturing, like love and bond with somebody. So it just came natural for us. There was no hesitation. And we just started doing all the things that we wanted to do together. We became people that wanted to thrive together and separately. And he gives me that time and he gives me that respect to let me do the things that I want to do and I for him. And I think that is our strongest point to our relationship. So this is not a relationship podcast. I just want to mention people always ask, how did you get from being like really scared of everything and I mean it I will probably get into that but I was like a little chicken to where I am now flying out of planes and (laughs) paragliding off of mountains like that's insane like who the hell am I I don't know who this person is um but I truly believe this person me Sam right now was always inside of me she just was on the outside looking in truly and it's, a, it's really great that I was, I'm able to finally get out of my shell and I'm self-aware enough to see it. I think awareness is such a super, like, super talent. Uh, it is a talent to me because not everyone has it. And I'm just really happy to where I am today and who, who the person I've become. So let's get into bucket list. This is why we're here, truly. I just wanted to, you know, introduce myself so you can figure out who I am and hopefully find, you know, some sort of relative information here, something that sticks out to you that you're like, that sounds like me. That's all I want here. I'm not doing this podcast at all for like money or fame or whatever or anything like that. I'm doing it because I truly care and I I want others to find that secret sauce in life that I've gotten a little taste for, if you will, as creepy as that sounds. I know there's something to this. I can feel it. I feel validated when other people are like, that sounds amazing. Like, I know this is what I want to be doing, at least a part of my life, and, and sharing that and sharing these experiences with people and this mindset. So I hope that you find any of this inspirational. It truly means a lot. <laughs> like, I hope that it's not just in my head, right? So yeah, um, my bucket list, I actually created a website uh, for this podcast to do like show notes and stuff like that. But I also want to um, show my physical bucket list. I actually have an inspiration to this podcast. There is a website. I think her name is Bucketlist Journey. Her name is Annette White, if I'm correct. I just started following her on Instagram. And why I say that is because I didn't really think anything of it. When I was finding bucket list ideas several years ago, I kept coming across this woman's website. And she has um, a hook on her website to click on it called A Thousand Bucket List Items. I thought, a thousand? Oh my God, that's so many. And truly, I just find all that just super amazing. And she's still going. She's still going. That's awesome. And so 
I wanted to kind of do something similar on my own website. Um, but of course, then making a podcast is a little bit different. She has books and I have this and we're not doing any comparison, but I've taken what she has done in sort of an inspiration uh, in that sense of media. So I will be posting my entire bucket list as well as the ones I have completed and that they will be crossed off if you're curious. So let's get into a bucket list. What is a bucket list? A bucket list, the term means a list you make before you kick the bucket, before you die. A lot of people have them referenced in pop culture, the 2007 film, The Bucket List with Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman about two older men who find out they have terminal illnesses, make a list of all the things they want to do before they kick the bucket. And from what I could find from my research about the term bucket list and where it came from, it's been swirling around and a lot of sources say it actually came from the screenplay of the guy who wrote The Bucket List in his 1999 book. Um, that he then turned into a screenplay for the bucket list about almost 10 years after that. And it is, you know, something that he wanted to do, make his own list before he kicked the bucket. That's where it came from that I know is like the most popularized theory. And I don't know where I heard it. I hadn't seen the bucket list at the time I made a bucket list. I had wanted to make one for years. I kind of had small ones here and there. It, of course, has grown so much more. But I don't know where I got it from. I'm sure it was some pop culture reference. So a question that I get often enough to put it on here is, how do you make one? Honestly, it is up to your interpretation on what you want to do in your life before you quote unquote kick the bucket. And it does not mean you have to live like every day like you're dying, right? Not every day can you go and travel the world and jump out of planes like that shit is expensive. And I want to make this podcast also for great references on things you can add to your bucket list that are not all going to break the bank. I want it to be known (laughs) that, yes, there are great things like seeing a different country, flying first class, stuff that is quite expensive, but there also are so many other things that are out there. And especially like in where I live in the Madison, Wisconsin area, that you can achieve and you can find and I want to be that reference like I want to understand that not everybody has money I did not come from money and even though I'm able to do things a little bit more now it is not money is not the end-all be-all for every single thing for you to do in your life there are so many things that cost zero dollars that you can put on your bucket list um and I I just want to help you find good ideas to add to your bucket list that may some may cost money yes but some don't and some are just proud moments that you know like facing a lifelong fear conquering your fears um, doing small things in your local area like going out to do some state park or you know just there's so many things and I will make these lists I will make these episodes and Uh, give you tips and tricks on how to add certain things to your bucket list, ways to find these things to do. You may not even know that they're in your area. So I, yeah, it's really up to your interpretation what you want to put on this list. It's all the things, if you could think right now, let's say you won the lottery, what would you want to do? It's not going to hurt you to add it. Just add it. If you're like, you know, I wish one day, just add it. Add it. It's that simple and it's up to you how you interpret it. Uh, For example, I said earlier that my husband and I, although have similar, 
you know, things like travel on our bucket list, he sees it as like accomplishments for his career. If that's what you want to add on yours or like paying off your debt, you know, finishing your degree, it's more than just travel and adventure. That is an adventure within itself, you know, live every day like an adventure because it is. I would suggest to just right now, open up a Google Doc, open up the notes app on your phone, make a notion board, however you want to do it. Just make one. That's my goal for you. Um, before the next episode, start with a, a bucket list. If you have one already, maybe add a couple more things. What's it going to hurt you? The one lady had a thousand. You adding 10 more isn't going to hurt. Don't let money just limitate, limitate, is that a word? Limit, <laughs> limit your ideas. Just feel them. Feel if it, if it's something you've always wanted to do, just add it. Just get in that mindset. Just add it. I want to briefly go over how this podcast will go. Um, my next episode will be about, is, is somewhat of a listicle. So there will be different kinds of episode formats. I will have a lot of consistent like segments, like fun facts. And uh, I will have a, a segment called Sam Rambles or Sambles, uh, where I can go through a topic that maybe someone has asked a question about, or I just have a random thought on my mind that may or may not pertain to the episode. I just need to get out, apparently. <laughs> um, but I also just want to have fun. I want it to be a conversation, and I do plan to have guests in the future to talk about their proud moments, their bucket list items, however they view their bucket list, and just have good conversations and to hear other people's stories. So this podcast will be weekly, so stay tuned for next week for the next episode about all sorts of bucket list items I've accomplished uh, that are winter activities. So give you some good ideas to round off this winter, especially if you live in the Midwest. Like myself, there are plenty of wintry things to do. That's all I have for this first episode. I just want to remind you that a bucket list does not have to mean you have to spend a ton of money. It does not mean that you'll never be able to do those things. I truly believe a lot of bucket list things are all about mindset. These adventures come from the things that your mind and your heart are telling you that you would love to do before you kick the bucket. You don't have to go like the last holiday style, which is balling because you think life is ending right then and there. I just want this podcast to be inspiration to anyone listening to find purpose in life and to live every day like an adventure because life is too short. You know, do you want to jump off a freaking plane or a mountain? Do you want to face this fear you've always wanted to do in your life or just tell the person that you love that you love them? Anything, honestly, it's really up to you. And I will, of course, be going through this journey with you and you'll be going it through with me to, uh, you know, listen to all my weird and fun stories and to help you explore new possibilities and life and to inspire you, the amazing listeners listening right now, to create your own guide in life. So life is too short to wait to do the things that make you happy. Everyone has a story to tell. What will be yours? The Bucket List Bitch Podcast is brought to you by host Sam Martelewski. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode of The Bucket List Bitch, reach out to me on my Instagram at Pod.